the new improved sound quality of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, L5rshop.com puts it in your hands quickly and economically. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly. This week, we wrap up Strange Assembly's discussion of the recently released Before the Dawn expansion. Look, I got it edited and up before the first Before the Dawn tournaments this weekend. It's a miracle. Also in today's episode is the Strange Assembly review of Thunderstone Thornwood Siege. Now, with War of Honor and Nightfall Martial Law and Thunderstone Thornwood Siege, how did we decide that Thornwood Siege was the one that was going to get the first review? Well, my wife was interested in playing Thornwood Siege. And as they say, happy wife, happy life. Now on with the show. Alright, poor unicorn always suffer when I do things in alphabetical order since we've already gone through most of the strategy cards. My stack of new unicorn specific cards is pretty slim. You know, you can just go in reverse alphabetical order. We've done day. that before. Have we? Well, I yeah. think maybe last time we started to do that, but then I got up. distracted yeah. and started doing things. In the, well, uh, that was partially because we were having different people at different recording sessions. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to make sure Musical that chairs. the Phoenix players were there for the Phoenix and... Kevin wasn't there for the Scorpion, so I didn't have to hear him <laughs> gripe about it and that sort of stuff. Unicorn have been making a late run this Kote season. Yes. I've seen Battle Maidens be a lot of that, despite their weakness to Shameful and Cowardly. That is stupid. <laughs> Plus some, well, like of what we were trying to do with the Dragon deck, random yep. cavalry Guys plus and weapons. Horses. Yep. Horses, horses plus weapons. Horses and sticks. They're playing hockey or polo, I guess. And and enough that they have, over the last several weeks, Unicorn has put itself notably above the other lower-tier clans, not like in anything like good shape, but they've still only got the two Kote wins, but you know they're definitely putting some distance between themselves and <laughs> Phoenix and Dragon, who are really at the bottom of our barrel right now. Let's see. First we have Iuchi Kota. And Iuchi Upadai, Upadai, Upadi. I can't say any of the names. I'm sorry, Mike. I don't know. Uh, this is, if you look on the side of the... The unicorn card? Yeah. Upadi, It's for Mike Brodu. I believe that they were giving him... And that's a Taku Mike on the board. He's done... If you're a CCG player, you may not know him that way. He's done tons and tons of work on the RPG. Uh, he was the guy who did the Musha Shogyo. I yeah, just yeah. butchered that, didn't I? Uh, yes, you did. Fanzines. <laughs> and I, I think that he asked that it be done for his wife instead of for him. But, I mean, his name, it's, you know, thanks to yeah. him on the side. So, there is going to be a... Uh, I don't know. Isn't there like a Death Priest theme or something? Yeah. So I'm yeah. kind of chalking them up, these guys up for that, even though neither of them is a Moto and neither of them is a Death, death Priest. Yeah, but that ability is not terrible. <laughs> but they're both specifically spell-focused stuff, and I don't think Unicorn's assembling a spell-wielding deck yet. No, no. So I think these guys are just waiting for the next arc. Yeah, I'd stop my guy from getting sent home, bow one of my spells, and... Give my give me navel. Seems seems good on Calvary. They do have a good number of Shigenja now. They they could actually field a Shigenja deck if they really really wanted. Would it be competitive? I don't think they really I really want doubt to. it. Okay, on to the battle maidens we were talking about. The battle maiden in here is Utaku Yunju. 
I'm oh yeah, also, I think I've I'm seen killing people, that pronunciation. I've seen people hate her a lot. People I, have I'd been trashing like her. her. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's ten gold. Got an above box honor requirements. Five fours. Solid ability. I, I, I can Built see. Built for switch stick. It, yeah, I, I can see why. I mean, you look at her. Does she really need an above box honor requirement? I don't know. I, I don't think she's great. I don't think she's as bad as people have. But she's her stats certainly are not attractive. I, I think she's certainly playable though. Yeah. Not not three of them. And she does have the Paragon keyword, which people have been speculating that that Battle Maidens may get the Paragon as well going into Emperor Edition, which would open up yeah, uh, a lot more use for those cards. cards. One Battle Maiden strategy, the Sound of Thunder, Falling Leaf Strike, except your guy straightens. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they, they need it. They have Calvary Tactics. Yeah, yeah. It's a battle made in action that doesn't gain you two honor. What? What so happened? So the other one does. <laughs> what happened? Commanders, the Moto Heilong. Is there one guy? See, now this one, I think he works fine. This is the Albert Tavera, the same guy who did Bayushi Ivara. I think the art on this guy looks fine. He's actually a backgrounder. I don't. <laughs> I'm fine with the style. I just, it's just the one card. I, I don't know. Five force for nine this time. You're really hoping that when your opponent when you play him your opponent then attacks you're going to defend with him somewhere else and attach the follower for for yeah. cheap <laughs> I, I guess I like him better than the lion guy who did the same thing who we didn't like at all who we didn't like at all but I can't get too that, at least I get the possibility of the four gold discount and cavalry gives you more room to be sneaky yeah, I, I just thought they were mainly smaller followers because of Edekin, or that's how I would build it. Yeah, well, let's see. They got there. There are two small, well, smaller, and maybe one. I guess Horch Archers goes up into midsize for these purposes because he doesn't. He isn't free for Haylong. Boxable though. It is boxable. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know where it. It it's boxable, but you know this stockpiled resources. Oh, the conscript. Conscript yeah, troops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of those are that four gold reduction. So I'll pay a gold for followers. Well, no, sure. no, I know, but I by five, even with unicorn, you're starting to get into mid size. I know sure, it's off sure. the box yeah. still, but horse archers, three fours, five gold, range four, seems okay. It's not bad. It might be enough to take the put the province. One of the reasons why the small followers and the, I think the small attachments have been having issues. Yeah, is when people are shelling out. Yeah, they went yeah. guy plus. Item take the province, especially unicorn. <laughs> but you know that seems okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if anybody well, other you know, than unicorn, unicorn no. would play this because the gold cost doesn't work out as no. well. And they should not be playing it. Cause it yeah, uh, vigilant riders though. That's not bad at all. Yeah, it it does not stay bowed and it doesn't die. <laughs> Two useful things for a follower. Yeah. I guess it's a better version of Blade of Perfection, which is a marginal card. Uh, but but Followers, I guess but yeah. not dying is a big difference. Yep. Yeah, because Blade of Perfection, you have to pay the four to bring it back. I like the. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> well, there was there, there was a free one in uh, some prior arc that I'm forgetting now. Samurai, there was uh, yeah, Samurai, there was a a weapon for the when when it died it just came back into play for free oh yeah 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 there's a, there's a free weapon I, I like that better yeah. I like that better well there was a free weapon the uh Sabute for the ninja what no that's not what you wanted in a free weapon I wouldn't call it a weapon <laughs> more like a fan <laughs> I think that's a rock isn't it I think yeah, yeah he was throwing some things I mean, uh let see tacticians you have Shinjo Byung, boxable 3 force cavalry tactician. Seems decent enough because they have yeah. a blitz deck. <laughs> yep, you never know with boxable to cavalry, anything. Uh, in the land of things that are not cavalry. A really good card. You ha yeah, Ataku Tairu, advisor to the Amethyst champion. Somebody shows up to fight against him and you get to draw a card. Yep. I'm sure you can come yep. up with something to do with drawing a card every single battle that your opponent shows up. Outsider keep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, obviously. Uh Shinjo Dako. Kind of a five force scout for No? Yeah. No. No. Well, never mind. No. Beyond the line, which I've saved for 
the units because Beyond the Line is a battle action that lets you play an open or limited recard action in the middle of the battle and then draw a card to replace your Beyond the Line that you just played, which can let you get around that whole cavalry yeah. thing. Cavalry recon not working together thing. I guess you could consider it if you're actually playing Unicorn Scouts, but you're not. Didn't one get really high in France? Well, but that's that's scouts, but that yeah, it's the it's the the blitz the super yeah. blitz deck. Which I think may have to recon first so it has presence or something. I don't remember. Or you can react yeah. do that and get your free people afterwards and it's uh, yeah, it's not going to end up in. And then if they actually, and, and an emperor, it may not have as much of a place if they do what, what Reese was talking about. And I think maybe they talk about it on the Before the Dawn rule sheet where, like, Cute and Hida XP, they're going to be reactions yeah. instead of limiteds and opens as much. So all of a sudden, beyond the line. I I think it's just a possible fix if Unicorn wants to try to use it, but I don't know that it matters at this point anyway. They've got better things it to do. It kind of reminds me of aggressive landing. <sighs> <laughs> what? You don't like it? I to, believe, turn, to turn naval into sneak attack? I believe I had some very choice words for that card <laughs> when I saw it in I the base set. I don't really blame you. Uh, so... Unicorn picking anything up here? Uh, the tacticians. Yeah, I was going to say, outsider keep seems like it is is their best deck now anyway. Yeah, outsider keep and then battle maidens. Yeah, so I think they'll continue on rocking those. Yep, those two. Manders, that uh, I don't and uh, particularly like. And I'm gonna tr just you have to just get used to the fact that for the rest of the arc, battle maiden players are going to swear under their breaths at the lion getting the paragon stronghold where they get to keep yeah. the virgin honor when they're dishonored. I that was yeah I think I was. I think it's a lost segment now. Yeah, it's in the lost segment thing. I, I felt so rude when I was playing against a battle maiden yep. player, and I shameful and coward. He had I killed I killed the one guy that wasn't a battle maiden, and then I shameful and cowardly the two battle maidens. And he picked up his cards. Yeah. It's six cards in his head that he couldn't play, and they're all they all get up personal honor. He had nothing. Yep, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it for ponies, and then we one get more that. cycle of pain. That bo yes, the boring, boring cycle of pain. Now on, brave, strange assembly listeners. <laughs> oh. Onward, onward into the... I thought you were going to call him something else. Random hodgepodge <laughs> of... Uh, at this point, we're really only just staying together for the kids. Of course. We have <laughs> well, look on the bright side. Unlike for us, our listeners will not actually have had to listen to all of this in a row. Uh, due to the aforementioned technical difficulties, we didn't get our first <laughs> recording session of this. So instead, we're in our second recording session, which itself had technical <sighs> difficulties. God, I wish recording software was not terrible. we got to work on the telepathy thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, enlightenment. I got two enlightenment cards here, Jay. You like enlightenment? You want to talk like about enlightenment. them? Sure. Uh, one of those is not an enlightenment card. Brothers <laughs> well, of Goemon. I'm sorry. They have to do with ring. It's a whatever. Brothers of Goemon is a ring card, but I wouldn't put that in my enlightenment deck. No. Well, let, let me see it. Because it doesn't help me get any rings. No, it's not. Oh it's Lord, no. Terrible. No, yeah. no. <laughs> String of victories, on the other hand, I quite like. Because uh, first off. Any card that gets a ring out of the discard pile, yeah, I like. Bonus. <laughs> bonus that it's a battle action, so, okay, I'm in battle, I just screwed up Ring of Fire, let's get it back while I've still got a chance. I was thinking Void, um, get it back later. Yeah, it's a free action, so it does. I can cheese water with fewer people. Not a Kiho. It's not a Kiho. That's a good thing. And For Void, yeah. And it straightens my rings, so if I've got Void in play, it says draw a card. Yay. What's not to like? There you go. That's your enlightenment tutorial for the day. Yay. Ladies count and five, gentlemen. Count to five. We've got count to 20, count to five, count to 40. <laughs> yes, if only enlightenment was as easy as counting to five. You know, why can't I play with cards that say, like, limited, put a ring into play, it counts for enlightenment. Then I just have to play five of those. What? Scorpion players get to play with cards that well, say... But, but see, you play two. five, you lose the game. The, the, they, yeah. have, they have that card, you just had to bounce a ring back into your hand? 
Yeah. What other randomness do I have here? <laughs> Komori Turuko, the bat Shigenja who straightens herself. Bat clan. All right, kids, we're done. Good night. Wow, that was the most witty and original <laughs> so like joke a- I have ever heard in my entire life. Did you know, Trevor, it never occurred to me that somebody could do that with the word bat clan? <laughs> what? Did I miss something? Again? Yes, you did. Thank, Thank you. God. Want me to sing my yeah. Spider Clan song? <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I know where your place, Jay. But go to your room. How about <laughs> go to your room? <laughs> How about the Red Hunger? The nom, snake. Nom, nom. The snake. Snake. <laughs> yes. Target one or two attachments or a person without attachments with lower force than his seven. <laughs> Kill them. Yeah. Out of what box? I think we know that'll see some play. Forgotten Legacy. That is correct. Yes. Out of the Forgotten Legacy box. Yes, and it's got the appropriate. Uh, snake no. Yes, it's got <laughs> the snakes for the. That's what the Naga players will have to satisfy themselves with. Of, of course, if you amusingly give it like a red sun, rising sun blade, it's thirteen, so it'll eat Kuan. Do you really need to do that? <laughs> well, seven Kuan. doesn't take provinces, so you no, need something. he won't eat Kuan. That's the problem. He won't eat that Kuan. That will be the hunger of the red rising sun. <laughs> Next up, beautiful host. You know what? Plus one revenge token is not no. good enough. Pass. When it's free, it is. That's not uh, free. If, not yeah. when it's all that the card does. Yeah, if this yeah. card was like the personalities the trait, and it yeah. had a trait every time they yes. make you lose on you get a plus e- one force. Even if it was just worked while bowed. No. So I didn't, you didn't cost no. me the well, gold. If it was a trait. Yeah, even if it worked when bowed, it, yeah, it wouldn't be good enough. But yeah, especially, yeah, at least then you'd get to use it on two turns. It would be less bad. It still wouldn't be good or playable, be but better. it would be less bad. Indomitable home. I don't think I'm gonna usually keep uh presenceless defense. Right? Yeah, but it's presenceless defense that costs gold. I usually early on is when presenceless defense is most important. They can say that last and you're shortest though. on gold. Yeah, but there's so much competition. It is a castle siege card, yeah. so crab we've, we've seen well we've seen stuff relating to siege cards. Yeah, we we don't have crab. much though, so I don't know, but it, it seems too narrow. I'd certainly, there are going to be times it would be like, oh, that'll be neat. I've got a random extra two gold, but... To me, I would play it as the, okay, I'm down to two provinces. I'm not spending all my gold. Yeah. I've got this out to stop you from sleezing both of them. Might as well. Yeah. Hmm. Stolen merchandise. They're back. Oh, they never left, baby. They never left. They've been here for years. <laughs> the, the, the card is good, but overrated. Yes. I don't know. What is it usually going to be a clan holding? A two for two in that case? <laughs> well, well, I, yeah, mean, I, I know. It, yeah. you're, you'll, you'll have, they'll have something no, I, you I can think copy that produces more likely they're gonna, you, You're going to want to copy Traveling Peddler or Counting House or something. Ha ha ha, I bought Diamond Mine. You can't do anything yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> good, but not that good. Yeah, that would be pretty hilarious. Yeah, like, oh, cool, you have blank money. You paid two gold for nothing. Mm, seaside Bazaar, Big Barley Farm. Uh, Broken with your... T- if, if, say, you actually have if you, your you want to be a gambler and, and get your guidance out, then I, I tried it the other day and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yes, because it does... When you bow it to produce gold, yep, it produces three. When you use the reaction, it produces two. I, and I had Sachina in play and I made somebody really hate life. Which is <laughs> ridiculous, but that will hopefully be gone soon. I would be very sad if they reprinted the guidances. clan guidances. They're too good. They are too in good. In the base set. So your Otomo's no, guidance better be gone. Like 90% of them are <laughs> I don't have a problem with your Otomo's guidance. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Gee, I don't have a problem with Shiba guidance either, See? but I know it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, because it's honorable. I got somebody like that at the coat take. It's shameful and cowardly. I know, that makes me sad. Oh, shameful and cowardly. I hate you so much. Yes, but yeah, Seaside Bazaar is a farm and a market and a port. It's what you need. It works pretty well <laughs> with the that dockside market yeah. gold scheme, right? That the the crane have going on too. They can't afford it because they've already got dockside market to construct. Yeah. Oh well, they'll live. I mean, <laughs> tearing up the Cote scene now. So too close to home. A card that an event that is uh, possibly most interesting for its lack of a keyword, because all of the events recently have been sporting the unique keyword. This one does not. Now, that doesn't mean anything it at all right anything. now because events are always unique. 
But when you start putting the unique keyword on events, and then you start making events that don't have the unique keyword, yeah, yeah, eyebrows get it raised. It gets things spinning. But it's also not a bad effect either. Destroy a region, negate, and for the next turn, no negate, and or any no move in either. No, yeah, move in either. I mean, if you're ponies, you're like, no, you cannot defend against me. You can't move in. You can't send me home. Or, or me. Yeah, well, we don't care about you. Yeah, I know. Now, again, it, it has the perpetual problem of events. Is event. that Who knows when it'll flip? You don't know when it's going to flip. You have so much competition. You've got, you're really focusing in on those really big meta events. And so I'm guessing that that is an event that you look at and you're like, oh, that's a neat effect. You're never in my deck. Throw it away, yeah. Temple of the Seven Fortunes, no. On, when it is not your turn, choose two performing unbound personalities with clan alignments that do not share a clan alignment. Bow one of them, gain two honor, give your provinces plus two strength. Yeah. Well, the batch again, just see. That's not a clan alignment. In the rules, a clan alignment is one of the player factions. So it can't be an unaligned guy who happens to have a minor clan. Yeah, I share your aggravation. They really need a logician sometimes. <laughs> well, they have, they don't, the, the rules define clan alignment yeah, to mean logic, something. Yeah, that's not logic, though. It's different. It's a rule set. Not the same thing. Well, yes, but rules once you... Rules aren't logical. No, no, but once you define the rules, then there's nothing <laughs> illogical yeah, about this. That's I, the problem. I'm saying, uh, I mean, I, I, it's I, just I, like yeah. symbolic logic. You define certain things to mean certain things. It's, it's, it's mathematics, not I wrote so many squiggles on the board in that class, you wouldn't believe what I could get away with. Yeah. Ebisu's Honesty, I, I think that will get played. Yeah. Will get played. IG, I, I think so, yes. And Is again, he joins the Saucy Hat Club. The Saucy Hat Club? The Saucy Hat Club. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware there was a Saucy Hat Club. Wow, I, I, feel that I feel left out now. I don't have a Saucy Hat. No one's even told me that they had a club. That's how unsaucy my, I've been a member for years. my hats are. You're wearing a backwards baseball know, cap. That's I like the least saucy hat in the world. I can't find my saucy hat lately. <laughs> yeah, but solid trait. Solid, solid ability. ability. Yeah. I, uh, there's definitely going to be games where you're not willing to do that. But uh, against other... Even the new Phoenix deck. I, I wouldn't play Sheba's Guidance over it. I'd play that in a heartbeat over it. No, Justice. Probably. Well, I guess the say, yeah, you, you play, I wouldn't play Sheba's Guide. The two new ones are better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a card I like. Although, Trevor doesn't. Guess what it is, Trevor? There's so many things I hate that's not even fair. <laughs> Come on, you know that there's something in this <laughs> card that I'll, I particularly... It's a green card, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no time no for time games, for Dr. Game. Jones. No time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate that... I, I'm, I'm very glad that there is a another reinforce, like card. It's got a four focus value. Go do yeah, it. Yeah, gee, what, what else here? It also has like this political reaction on it, doesn't it? Yes, dishonor meta. I, I think it also comes out and stabs me in the eye when I'm looking. <laughs> I think, I think it lifted Tre Trevor's wallet. Yeah, I, I think that. Uh, you're just going to have to get used to the fact that, uh, at least for now, you actually have to worry about the possibility, maybe, I don't know if people actually play this or not, of the possibility, at least, that your naval action might get negated. It's not I, just an I already had that freebie. possibility. Yeah, just don't bother in the honor matchups. Well, with the rules fiasco, I am ready. <laughs> that works. Speaking of Because they said it works. Yes, but see, again... Well, that's okay. That's one of those yeah. rules things. It's like the thing with destructive parties. As soon as somebody brings it up, yeah. you know it's going to work how you always thought it worked. It's yeah. just a question of how. <laughs> and they don't know. Apparently not. But uh, th that's actually a rules problem, whereas your thing with the clan alignment is just you not liking that. Subjective terms you can't just arbitrarily define. Well, you, you it's can. A, it's a weirdly defined definition. Yeah. I, no, it, it's it's because they wanted to. I'm assuming just go over the back clan players. Well, no, be, no. no, because yeah. they for the most no, part I, I they wanted to use the more flavorful. AEG doesn't care about the back clan. I, I understand why it's there. I don't yeah. get it. This is, yeah. yeah. Well, you just you get it. No. Well, by understanding no, it, you kind no, of no, no. you just disagree so with you, it. You're putting more connotation to understand than. 
Yes. Okay, so that's no time for games. Shadow Tactics, which, you know, you would look at Shadow Tactics, and not, it's got, a like, ninja. a ninja, a ninja in car. the art. Not a ninja. It's got a quote from Ninja. It's about, yeah, but it has nothing to do with Ninja. Well, see, the Phoenix card hit it, <laughs> and now it denies it's a ninja. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna, your guy. Straighten your guy. You may move him home. Eject. It's a solid card. It's a lot of different uses. If you, if you want a generic meta card. But I'm guessing, I mean, it, it's straight, straighten your personality, or run your personality home, or rehonor your personality, or all of the above. Do something. Find something useful and do it. And it's got a focus effect to let you yeah. draw a card after your guy's presumably dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that always works out. Yeah. Firm censure. Kurt Slap. Oh, that art. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I target somebody without attachment. No, no, no. Nope, just somebody. You then you just negate the effects of the next action that the personality or follower performs. If it has no attachments and is not a samurai, then you bow it at no cost whatsoever. I I tell you what, yeah, Phoenix, Monk, Monk decks, not humans. We're love, not gonna like in love that with card. this thing. But yeah, negating negating the first action somebody performs can Pretty be solid. potent. Uh like you're gonna defend with that guy? Guess I don't have to worry about him doing anything. Your action. Hey. Is it going to fit in? Fit in the dice? Uh, I don't know. How many How many times are you going to be able to bow at somebody when you're not against the like all non-samurai decks? If you get to use it to bow somebody, it's filthy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bonus at that point. I, but... I mean, do we think this actually makes it in? Not think, right now. It doesn't seem mm -hmm. like it. Again, yeah. How how many cards are we going to be like, uh, yeah. wait till next I mean, arc? The, the, they're not bad cards. just just ridiculous room. right now. Yeah, yeah, so much so much is out there. Uh, we mentioned earlier about there being some decent terrains, killing grounds. Yay. I actually don't. Well, you're the one who likes this one, right, Trevor? I, I think it, it could be played. Out of line? Yeah. Because you always have a bad election to take. You always you have. Can all, you can, yeah, you can usually just tactician yep, something. I, I, tech. I still think that you're. I still think that killing grounds. You're still putting the killing grounds into play, which and then hopefully, four actions from now, killing something. Killing the last guy they have. Something. Yeah. Something dies. I. I still don't think that's good enough to get in. Now, rocky terrain. On it the other hand, really good. Four focus value. Bows two Bow guys. Two guys. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't suck. And and it's and it's a vowing that comes later, which is for a really good because yeah, you'll be dead. Four, yeah, four. Well, for a defensive deck is is better. For a, for a military deck, you may want to bow their guy down so he can't use actions or something. Yeah. But your honor deck, your guys are dead once they sign to defend anyway, unless they're rejecting. Yeah. Either way, they're, you know, they're, they're going there. Or you want the battle already? Come, come back on. to your guys. <laughs> well. It's one or two attacking personalities. No. So if you're defending, you yep. you never have to worry about bowing your own guys. Not that it would matter. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, even if they have bowed guys there, you can still just bow them down again. Uh, Reckless Rush. I think we talked about that enough when we previewed it. Uh, forging Destiny because oh, the Forewarning yeah, and yeah, the other the one are subversive influence. Not enough. Uh, another four focus value. This time an actual event negation. Yeah. Uh, an eject button. All around good card. Yeah, I now. I play that over. Yeah, I guess warning. you're just. Yeah, yeah, because if you're a. Yeah. Might depend. Even a breeder. I mean, the only terrain yeah, the breeder really want, really worries about is encircled terrain, and I haven't seen encircled terrain played in such a long well, time. Well, breeder can. It, they can play the the winner. Yeah. Tagged by uh, unfamiliar too. They have that winter card. Post force one. Yes, if they're playing with that, then and, that's and another. And they are playing with that. That card is so annoying. You yeah, can't yeah. Well, they're they're they they usually seem to be playing with that two or two. their own I, I've unfamiliar. Seen two two. I have, but I, I I have seen them have two and two, but more often I've just seen them with one or yeah. the other. I don't. I can't even remember which one. I kept flipping them in and out of my breeder yeah. deck. I know I I certainly did not feel like I had enough room in my like in the breeder for four of those. I'm like, no. I like I like just kill battle kill your guy too much. I do too. I do too. I, I I guess I tend to like Forging Destiny better, but we were just talking about how there's some amazing uh 
Celestials out there. Uh, then we go to Unorthodox Attack. That's pretty straightforward. Battle value. Good. Yep. Yeah. One of the best cards in the set. Yeah. Uh, Necessary Evil. What does that one do again? Open if you control a personality. Target a personality paid equal to the gold equal to the number of guys you control or four whichever is higher. Target a personality may not assign to battlefields. I guess I could have put this in the Mantis section because it costs gold. But. They won't play that is the downside. Yeah, well, you do have to pay at least four. You know what else costs four? says you're not assigning. <laughs> paid off. Paid off. Yes, and paid yeah. off can be used to stop you from attacking and then your own guys have you still you have not to. be around to defend. Yeah. yeah. If you're using this to stop an attack, I mean, yeah, there's there's just enough open bound now. It seems yeah. like you've got to have a better option than paying for it. So it seems that you're probably wanting to pull it in to... Stop somebody from defending, and when I guess you would have Paid a gold off, open. Does that too? But yeah. yeah, that one action, two strikes. The new motion, not as good uh, as people I don't were like getting it. all scary about. I, no. I really don't like it at all. I really don't like it because it makes COT suck. Because you don't get the double, you don't get the spell and the it battle. Means you can't play it out of COT. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's or, just you or, don't play or, it in COT. Or you probably can't even play it out of Pillars of Virtue either. You have to actions. have the right. Yeah. You, you've got enough. You, you play all the ones that give you additional actions. Then you play one action, two strikes. Then you play like kill you, kill you. Because that just gives you even more things that are additional actions. So it's so it's actually might not be bad. You play a keyhoe. You react. You play one action, two strikes. Then you follow up with two actions that get that bonus when you use them as an additional action. I can see that working. So. Okay. Uh, I mean, because you're, you're usually stringing out all the additional actions first thing anyway. I mean, yeah, it's going to suck if you try to, like, straighten your guy and take the additional action later and be like, oops. But, you know, oh well. Hida Defenders. I don't know why Hida Defenders gains honor, <laughs> but I don't... So we need an infantry switch deck to care about gaining honor no, for thanks. a follower. This, I don't think anybody's doing that right now. Not even Paragons. Uh, another Siege card, Genji's Students. Really good. Uh, or reverse Battle for a range <laughs> three. Battle for a range three? Uh, probably Shrink. The boost. Well, but you bow. You're playing the follower suite of things. You, you, it'll be ready also. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. if you get the I mean, straight. It, it's it for again. the mid range follower deck. But. You choose to make one. I don't think people are going to choose to make some. I mean, if he gets force reduced or something, you can still get something out of it. You can use it if your guy ends up straight at home. You can always use it as an yeah. open to help things out. But uh, Ashigaru elites two followers for one card. No, no, no. That's no the four, I, I, four force for oh, seven. Yeah, I, I do look like though that if you look at the recruit and you look at the elite, it's more or less the same card, but the elite are better armored. That's I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, when you've got the yeah, and yeah, and I think fledgling Ashigaru is then a uh zoom in on the recruit. Yeah, oh, that's right. Ashigaru recruits is not a token. No. It just feels like it just feels like it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it creates the fledgling Ashigaru. That's why fledgling Ashigaru is a zoom in. Yeah, I was opening boosters and I kept being like, yeah. "Man, why do I keep getting two tokens in this booster?" And then I realized, "Oh, Ashigaru recruits is not a token. So we've been talking about how much stuff there is in this set that hates on cards without attachments. I think we've established by now, like in, in the gameplay with that, that it is not worth it to play with a zero gold cost follower that just that you just yes. gives you an attachment. Is it worth it to play with a zero gold cost follower to give you two attachments? Two protection for two guys, but nothing but protection. No, I don't think so either. No. We're getting we're we're moving in that in the direction. Yeah, it, I don't know it how feels many. Like it sometimes, but I don't no. know how many it needs to be. Maybe in a commander deck, especially if you have something that'll give blanket follower force boosts. There are several of those, like that. and that actually that's not a that's but, not a bad point. If you've got enough of the commander guys that have like bow your follower to do whatever, a lot don't have that. Eh, well, then good for them. They yeah. don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that means they don't. Maybe somebody will find a use for cute and Hita. 
XP, you're right. Yeah, oh, they, yeah. They, they XP no, it, and it's good to go. Original. No, no, you're not. Uh, no, no one will play not. that. Uh, let's see. Crimson Shadow Armor, three fours for three. Battle an enemy personnel. Blah. Battle yeah. an enemy follower. No thing. Not enough. Uh, then we've got token Sai weapons for your Sai Makatsu. I, Yay. You can feel free to send me like 10 of these if you have them out there, <laughs> listeners. Uh, Bird of Prey for your... Chris, you realize that's what I'm getting you for Christmas. I'd see Mikosu tokens. Yes, <laughs> for after Emperor Edition has come out. Mm -hmm. uh, Birds of Prey for your uh, you burn Big Dead Whale. Cute and Heat of Survivors. Trevor's favorite little Goju. Ninjaling. Ninjaling. <laughs> uh, the Fledgling Ashigar we were just talking about and the Oathsworn Deathseeker for your Free full measure of deck. devotion. Yeah. Yay. Is that we're done. Well, yes, that is all 162 I think, cards. I think we were done. Oh, no. uh, I was done like ago. an hour ago. Yeah, yeah, I'll say it. Yeah, Trevor and Kevin are looking pretty uh, drained here. Trevor apparently needed to have an, an extra balls. Yep. With him. I had enough. I had a uh, stupid amount of caffeine and I'm already done. Uh, but nah, we don't We don't want to go through my... I, I usually try to remember to, to do these while we're going through them. My flavor text and art I thought was interesting, like... Nijigun, there's no such thing as a rear flank. Fred, whoever, <laughs> you can't attack from the rear flank. There's no such thing as a rear flank. No, Just saying. No, no. Maybe you, the monkey you, you have invented the, the rear flank. <laughs> you have the haunch and then the rear flank. I don't know. Uh, I liked the, the flavor text combo on Iron Will and Too Close to Home. You have the one with the Bayushi Miyako sending the scorpion to kill. She's like, oh, I know that lion commander. He's incompetent. You have to go kill him. So they'll so they'll promote someone to be more competent, and then you've got Iron Will, which has got the flavor text about him surviving the assassination attempts. <laughs> I would I like that. Why a lion lived? It's a bad day. <laughs> yes, but the scorpion screwed up, so that balances it out. <laughs> yes, it does. I don't mind the scorpion. I liked since I I think I bothered to mention the art that I didn't like while we went through. I liked <laughs> Asahina you, Nene. I don't think we caught it the first time. <laughs> I liked A Gentle Word. I liked the Tony Foddy ones. I mentioned that. I actually liked the Goju card. Yeah. Which is Mike Caprati. And then Crimson Shadow Armor. I like the art on NBC's Honesty and Sebekin's Justice. Eh. I'm not really a fan. That was fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that someday that's not today we can have some pretension of analysis of whatever is go actually going to be good as a deck. go down. Yes. Lions suck. That's a given. Yes. yes. But Trevor Tre will still play them. Yeah. They they suck. <laughs> yes. It turns out that there is sometimes a disjoint between Trevor's words <laughs> and reality. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Wow. They I suck could. so hard, they're good. I live in a bubble. <laughs> okay, that is it for the strange assembly. Yeah. Painfully long, overly detailed discussion of cards that you've been looking at for like a month now they because probably know better than we do. Yeah. Took us forever to get the new audio stuff sort of working together. And it might be broken. This could be lost. Yes, you yes. never know. Yeah. You might never get to hear this. Although I think be I thankful. might cry. Be thankful. <laughs> Save us. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is a Strange Assembly review of Thunderstone Thornwood Siege. With me today is Jay Earl. Hello. Thornwood Siege is the latest expansion for Thunderstone from Alderac Entertainment Group. We're going to assume in the course of this review that you have played Thunderstone. So if you haven't, go out and play it now and come back. Yes, go by Dragonspired. So. Thunderstone Thornwood Siege adds two new mechanics to the game, and those are called Raid and Stalk. I think we liked both of them, Jay. Did you yeah. agree? Well, I didn't like the Stalk because it seemed to keep happening to me, but otherwise, yes. Yeah, Stalk is an effect that's on monsters that when they are revealed in the dungeon, which usually happens after someone has defeated a monster, then a little stalk trigger goes on the active player, and at the start of their next turn, something bad happens. Raid 
is a mechanic that again takes effect when the monster is revealed in the dungeon and usually blew something or another up that was in the village. Yeah, almost all of them destroyed cards in the village. Yeah, and we liked stock for kind of the same reason we were a little iffy on the treasures in Doomgate Legion, whereas the treasures gave you a bonus when you were already doing well and already taking out monsters. Right, this is only a, this is a penalty that's only hitting you if you're already beating up monsters. So the, the guy who's like three turns of, oh man, my hand is horrible, I can't do anything, doesn't get penalized worse. No. Uh, and then Raid, we liked... It. Actually, I have a hard time articulating what exactly was fun about Raid, but it was just interesting, I guess, to have the village blow up. Yeah, I mean, having, first off, it's doing something to the village, so that makes that interesting. Secondly, because of the way it's... I mean, because you're getting rid of the resources... Firstly, you feel better for, oh man, the really good item just went away. I'm glad I got mine already. And secondly, you're like, okay, the really good item's gone. The rest of you guys can't get any more. <laughs> or the, oh, curses, you just killed the item I was going to right. buy. I hate you, Raid. Now, each of Stock and Raid are on one of the five new monster stacks. Raid is on the Gasp Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> Not from Oakland, but yes. And the stock mechanic is exclusively on the centaurs monster type. Because apparently the centaurs stalk you? Yeah, yeah they're, they're hunting you down. I guess they didn't want to make stalkers. That would give bad connotations, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, is this where I think you wanted to say something about the tokens, Jay? Why don't you tell people what the tokens are, actually, before you... Oh, so there, in addition to all the cards, there's also a couple of tokens to go with it, so that when you get stocked, you get a little stock token that says, at the start of your turn, discard a card at random, or discard a card of your choice, or take a disease, or whatever the effect is, so that you can track when, when it needs to take effect, since it is on your next turn. The one thing I, I did not like is there were a couple of them where they failed to match the art up, such that, I mean, some of them match. Like, I think it was the, the gain one disease token matched the gain one disease centaur, the, the images, but the discard a card does not match the, is on a different one of the tokens. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head, but. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it was yet. It would be something like the, the centaur that gives you the disease has a picture of the centaur, uh, but the, the that card the art is on the discard a card at random right. token or something like that. But those were helpful tokens to have. They were. You also get plus one light tokens to go along with one of the items that gives everyone light for the next several turns. Which I think is a cool mechanic. I mean, the only problem I had with that is way too often I'd end up with like, okay, I've got five light. That doesn't do much for me. Well, you were probably getting the extra light yeah. for free off of your opponent, so True. they probably enjoyed the fact that you couldn't do anything mm. with your light. But on the monsters, in addition to the centaurs and the raiders, there was a monster type called Siege. And the Siege monsters all also messed with the village, and right. sometimes with the heroes. Yes, that, that's the only thing I've seen that will mess with the heroes. And... That could be pretty nasty. We had one game, one of the Siege, if I remember correctly, when it breaches, burns the top two of each hero. Yeah, I, I think the that's the some doomsday something. It's right. in, it, it's like in most of the categories, there's one monster that's the uber monster for that category, and this is the one for the Siege weapons. And, and it's pretty uber. Yeah, it breaches, and I think it destroys two of every single card in the village and every single hero. Yes. Because it burned several of the level 2 heroes, I think I was the lucky one that got to buy and then up XP up my level 2 such that I was the only one who could go into the level 3 <laughs> that had any level 2s of that hero. Yeah, in, in that game, for whatever reason, we had a bunch of early hands where everybody had 7 gold. And the really good thing to buy with 7 gold was a particular hero. And a lot of them got bought early. Right. And then something torched heroes, 
and we lost the last of the level ones for that hero, and then something else torched heroes, and we lost two of the four level twos, and then in one turn, I believe Jay bought the third and then XP'd up to the fourth. Yes. Yes, I did. So, <laughs> so nobody else had a level two of that hero. Yeah, or could level up to the level three. Right. Because uh, you couldn't skip through. So I think the sieges by themselves would be okay. And the raiders by themselves, we certainly liked. Yeah, it was the combination that just destroyed the village. But there was, there was nothing left to buy in the village at the end of the game. Literally, yeah. every single village card that was not bought had been destroyed. All of the heroes were up to their level three. <laughs> yes. If you didn't have 12, you couldn't buy... You, you could buy a dagger. You, you could buy a dagger, torch, and iron rations, or, or a militia. militia. Yeah! Which you don't want to buy. No. The other two monsters are another kind of abyssal and vermin folk, which... Those of us who listen to the more L5R aspect of our podcast will recognize as... They brought Rattling back! As Rattlings, yeah. including reusing some art. Yes. There's a lot of reused art. I'm sure you're not aware, but I've been aware. I think this is the first time you've realized how much they reuse art. Because most of it has been Warlord art that they've reused. It, yes, yes. I never played the Warlord CCG that AEG made Jay did. Right. So, And that was a... Classic fantasy trope, sort of right. Game. So the art all works. Yeah, just like this is, and it's not that it's it's not a problem or anything. No, it's it's nice. It's cool to be like, oh hey, I remember when this guy was totally broken in Warlord. Now he's a fairly mediocre hero. And for me, the other way around, it's like, why is that two force rattling now the <laughs> uber vermin folk? Why is the zero force rattling token rattling pack? Now the best rattling in here. What's that about? Yeah, but the the rattlings basically just all hand out disease in yeah. one way or another, and the new subcategory of abyssal also hands out disease. Yeah, they, th those were a little more varied, though. They those were more along the lines of punk yeah. something, and if you have it, take some disease yeah, for it. Yeah, lose a light item, lose a fighter, lose all of your militia, militia. And, and it would be, yeah, if it killed a hero, you'd gain disease equal to its level. If you lost militia, you'd gain a disease for every militia. And normally we love to gain militia, but there was one of the the vermin folk at the start where it was sitting there easy for anybody to take with their militia, but you would have been trading your three or four militia in for three or four diseases, and that was Pass. just not happening. No. Uh, on the the heroes, there are, like usual, seven new heroes. Uh, there's another cleric who goes against good old diseases. There's a thief who goes after light items. Another archer who gets pretty filthy Yeah, the, at the high big levels. XP going against the rank three of the dungeon, that guy gets huge. Yeah, nine attack. Yeah. Uh, you had a wizard who boosts weapons that are being equipped to your heroes. Yeah. You had nice a look. mage hunter, uh, a fighter who got bonus attack so long as there was no other magic attack in your party. And then you had the Krell warlord who was interesting for two reasons. First, because he went up to level four. Uh, and second, because that guy, along with a couple of the village cards, would actually make you... Yeah, you, you could build you the deck well around it. played with the militias. I mean, that, that was what I tried the first game. It worked okay. I, I don't know if it's a the best strategy, but it was a fun strategy to explore of, I'm going to hold on to my militias. I'm going to just buy the Krell Fighter, who works really well with the militias. Then there are one or two other cards. I forget the name of the mercenary, who basically in the dungeon, he draws a card for every militia you've got. At which point you hopefully draw another one of him, right? And then go on. That's the Highland officer. The Highland officer, okay. And then there's also the elite militia, which are just plain good to take because he's they, great. Yeah, they upgrade your militia. It's a hero who's a village card. He's three gold. When you buy him, you may destroy a militia, and you can and also you buy something buy. else yeah. if you want. So. It's not a bad early turn. I have six gold. I will buy two of these guys, blow up two of the militia in my hand, and never look back. 
Well, and also, I mean, it didn't come up with us because we went through them quickly, but later game when you're like, okay, I've got eight gold to spend. There's a five gold thing I'd like. There's nothing I really want at eight gold. I'll buy him and the five gold. Yeah, uh, I thought there were a pretty good array of different things that they were doing in the village cards as well. Uh, there was a... The Thieves' Blade, which actually gets a bonus when a thief is using it, and is one of those cards in here that gets bonuses when you have lots of heroes, so rewards right. you early on when you get those all-militia hands. There were a couple of goofy ones, the Seeking Spell and the Scroll of Chaos. I felt like we didn't play with those enough. That the, those are some of those fun, goofy items that can really piss people off if you're trying. Yeah, the, the Cursed Scroll, you go into the... You're in the dungeon. It only works when you're in the dungeon. And you choose your worst card in your hand. Everybody else chooses the worst card in their hand. You get to choose which one of those goes back into your hand. And then the, the other the ones just get distributed random, at right. random. So it's a fun way to get rid of a disease. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're almost guaranteed if you have a disease that the other guy isn't. Right. I mean, worst case scenario at that point, everyone has a disease and you net nothing. Yeah, I really like. I actually liked the village mob. I only got to buy one before the stack got destroyed because that was the game <laughs> with the siege weapons and right. the raiders. But I'm usually not that enthused about taking the mer even the mercenary cards. Definitely not the villagers who can't go nah. into the dungeon. But that that guy, the village mob, actually gives you a bonus attack when you go into the dungeon and lets you mess around with what exact monsters are in the dungeon by reshuffling one of the monsters into the top and then refilling, and it gives you the chance to maybe scoot a monster a little bit closer to take it out. Right, I mean, to me, that's the big advantage is you can move a monster at the front of the queue back, bumping one of the later ones up such that if you've got a high attack but low light, you can now beat a relatively easy monster because it's now closer and small, lower in the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Or if you've got a lot of attack, you might luck into a higher, nastier monster that you can get more XP for. Right. If it's you're looking at three little babies and you can blow up something really huge. Yeah, but to me it stood out because it it seems like one of the best mercenary cards that they've done. Because I'm, like I said, usually not that enthused by the villagers, even the mercenaries. And it's a card that messed with moving a monster out of the dungeon and refilling and messing with the top of the deck that actually seemed actively worth it and not just fiddly. Because a lot of the time that just seems... Fiddly, yeah, yeah. Oh, the other goofy spell that I skipped over once we got into the the village mob was the seeking was the sorry the stalking spell which you have to go into the dungeon to use again but then it makes everyone else go into the dungeon on their next turn so definitely right. a chance for chaos yeah i mean that's that's the game quickener because at that point you're it, if they can beat a monster they were going to go to the dungeon anyway but if they can't beat a monster they're getting monsters out of the dungeon thus making the game quicker so yeah uh now as with i think all of the thunderstone expansions or at least most of them there was one high level card in this or high the, gold the cost card yeah the, the fireball of the set and that one it's power word kill i wonder wherever they got that spell name hmm and i was thoroughly unimpressed with right. this capstone spell though well, on the one hand, it's like, oh, so cool. You can attack a monster and punk another one. And then you're like, no, you can't really punk that many monsters. I mean, unless you're going against the swarm or uh, what's the other one? The horde. The horde. It, its ability to defeat other monsters is based on the level of your cleric or wizard compared to the victory XP, yeah, sorry, the, the, uh, the victory, victory points. points, and it's just not reliable. Maybe if you have a lot of guys in your deck, you can count on, it's it's your level plus two, so you can count on your level one wizards and clerics, if you've got a deck full of them, letting you consistently hit three victory point monsters. 
but there often are not any three victory point monsters in there. No. So it's really a swing and a miss, whereas I, I like things like the Fireball and the Creeping Doom that are always good every time you go into the dungeon. Right. Uh, I think the the last noteworthy village card was probably our favorite, even though it's a bit more of it, which was Unicorn Steaks. Yes. They were quite tasty. Yes, and the art on the Unicorn Steaks is a shish kebab with a unicorn horn as the kebab. Or maybe it's the shish. I actually don't know which part's the steak. I don't know. The stick. But, yeah, that was the one food item. The Guiding Light was the one light item. But I have to say, all told, though, I really liked this expansion for Thunderstone. I did, too. Yeah. I They definitely seem to be getting good at putting together little combos with the, the cards and little sub-themes that you can explore. Uh, they seem to be getting better at making villager cards that I want have any interest in ever spending gold on. Yeah. It's still rough, the villager cards and the spells, because they aren't worth gold. Yeah. They always have to really jink around with those, and uh, there, there was at least one that was pseudo worth gold because it reduced heroes cost usually they get around that by you get to draw cards when you go into the village and hopefully that whatever you draw has will gold. be worth money right but that's that'll i mean especially in the dungeon but even in the vill- going to the village that always feels like a, such a crapshoot to me of drawing cards that you don't know what you're you could draw your militia and get nothing or you could draw something that's worth three, and suddenly you go from getting nothing to getting something really good. Yeah, I th- I think it's okay. People don't seem to have a problem with it going into the village. You know, yeah. you know you have five. You hope you get more. If you get seven or nine, bonus. If you don't, you buy right, something I mean, for five. It's the dungeon where yeah. it's really scary to go in and, and try to rely on that draw one card. Although, we did that more in these games in part because the blowing up of village cards. There was no point in going to the village. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More quickly depleted the, yeah, the point of going to the village. Uh, again, yeah. So we definitely liked this. It's certainly a good expansion to pick up for the people who like Thunderstone. Yeah. I- including my wife, who played with us, actually liked it this time. She's harder to get into you know, the fantasy themed things she right. doesn't really have any interest D- in that but despite the presence of the rattlings she was still okay with the game it, yes my wife for whatever reason back from when rattlings well, were still a faction rats. <laughs> in legend of the five rings really really <laughs> hates the rattlings but yeah so she she was willing to play and enjoyed playing it despite the presence of the rattlings so definitely a thumbs up for thornwood siege This has been a Strange Assembly review of Thunderstone Thornwood Siege, published by Alderac Entertainment Group. You can hear more of our reviews at strangeassembly.com or by searching for Strange Assembly on iTunes. You can also email me at chris at strangeassembly.com if you have any comments. For Jay Earl, I'm Chris Stevenson. This is Strange Assembly. This has been episode 28 of Strange Assembly. You can find more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes or by visiting our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're on the website, you can check out the blog on the main page or hop on over to the forums. You can also reach Strange Assembly through email at chris at strangeassembly.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Next time on Strange Assembly, you can look forward to hearing about War of Honor, War of Honor, and War of Honor. Until then, for Kevin Kennedy, Jay Earl, and Trevor Valentine, I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly.